Welcome to Test-Free Roulette, a podcast where my panel guests could be asked to discuss any testing topic decided by randomly selected test-free cards. I'm your host, Christopher Kikinger. Let's start testing. Hello, and welcome to Test-Free Roulette. Today, I have two awesome guests with me, and I'll let them introduce themselves. Ladies first, so Hillary. Um, I'm Hillary Weaver Rob. I'm also known as Geek Lady with threes instead of E's. Uh, I work now at Microsoft uh, on the Xbox Game Studios uh, team, Xbox Quality Studios. Um, Very nice. And I've been there for three weeks now <laughs> at my dream job. Um, and I've been in testing for about 15 years now. All right. Any funky hobbies? Funky hobbies. Uh, exercise, Peloton. Um, yeah, sports is funky, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, well, I play video games even on the Peloton. So there's a, a game on the Peloton called Lane Break, and I enjoy that very much. Gamification of exercise really helps me. <laughs> so okay. I'm, I'm kind of boring otherwise. <laughs> Uh, you work at Microsoft, I would say different. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our other guest, Javier. Yep. Hey, well, thank you for inviting me. Well, I'm Javier Aguirre. I'm from Mexico. I am a test manager at Capgemini. And I've been in software testing for the last 30 years. Um, fucking hobbies. I have an obsession with boxing, I can say. Oh. I have more than 600 fights in DVD. Uh, it's my boxing collection. Uh, also, I do testing to video games as a hobby too. They don't nice. pay me for that. I've been doing that any, since any college. Any specific video game? Well, especially when it's called Football Manager. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been playing that since college, and I was invited to be part of the testing team for the Mexican League. So nice. that, that actually, that was the, that, that activity helped me to realize that I'm going to be doing this for uh, as a full-time job, right? So when I end college, I got the opportunity to be a tester, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's totally how I started as well. First video games and then uh, full-time job. Really nice. Yeah. Um, so let's get to test view rouletting. Um, I'll spin the wheel soon, and then a random card will appear. And I'll read the summary of the card, and then we can discuss the topic. The cards are selected randomly. Um, if we don't know anything about the topic, that's all fine, and we'll just skip to the next one. Okay. So I'm going to spin the wheel. And it's a light blue card. It's a quality aspect, scalability, efficiency aspect. Hardware is cheap these days. Just enter your credit card and there you go. How much hardware can you jungle? I guess we can talk about that a lot. Any takers first? Oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mind. Um, so, yes. There is the whole uh, enter your credit card and away you go. Um, 
but it gets expensive fast, so you have to be careful. Um, in a previous job, I learned a lot about AWS. Obviously, I'm at Microsoft now, so we're in Azure. Um, but that um, that whole, you know, choosing your um, images or or containers or whatever, and the capacity for um, scaling. Uh, it's interesting from a testing perspective, for sure, but also the cost perspective, um, because it, it is not free. And some places uh, lock it down for good good measure. They should. Um, and some don't know that they need to lock it down yet. <laughs> yeah. um, the, but they'll find out soon. But um, It's easy to buy extra hardware and forget about it as well. I see that yes. happen often. Yes, I have worked in with the physical hardware as well, with uh, hot swapping hard drives and all of that fun stuff. Um, <laughs> so from a testing perspective, it's interesting because um, we need to ensure, like if something is, is scaling to like another server, for instance, is that server the exact same as the one, as the previous one? Like it, in these automated kind of, um, cloud systems, they generally are. Um, but when we're talking about physical hardware that, that we're managing, that is something that we need to keep in mind that I, I have run into personally uh, in the past um, where you think all of them are the same, but you know, one got updated to the latest operating system version or, or whatever. And the other ones when it's time to scale or fall back or, you know, disaster recovery or something, you find out that the other ones have not been updated. So an example from the card is some systems have to deal with peak traffics. Problems are often dealt with throwing more hardware edits. Uh, another example is load balancing systems can help you distribute lots of traffic to different backend systems. Have you ever worked with performance testing? No, I manage a team that require a, a performance testing, but uh, well, I got the performance architect working on that. But it's, for example, when we're talking about video games, right? What's the difference between testing a console like an Xbox or a PlayStation that always going to be the same hardware, right? Mm -hmm. So if I would say you don't care about the performance because, well, about the hardware, sorry, because it's going to be the same. Maybe the storage will change, but the rest of the hardware is the same. So you don't worry about that. But on the other side, what is happening when you're testing, uh, for example, a video game for a computer? And now that nowadays that you play it, uh, the online game is, is, is very common right now. So how do you deal without the traffic? How do you deal without the specification from all the teams to prevent lag and, well, that kind of... Uh, uh, issue that you can find, right? So yeah. it's very it's very hard to ensure that everybody is going to be able to have a, a good experience with your with your game or with your system. So it's it's not easy. It's a, yeah, it's, it's true. It's, it's a challenge. I, I feel like when there's like um, companies who, who go live for the first time and they experience a lot of issues and they haven't performance tested or anything, they just buy hardware, buy extra servers, and they don't look for the actual problem. 
Yeah. I think that happens a lot as well. Well, for me, for example, I, I work a lot with SAP systems, the ERP. Mm-hmm. And one of my previous projects, we found an issue that if you see all the graphics of the big, of the, the, the performance issue that we just saw the traffic, uh, and in the morning, everybody was logging when they came to work. Something as simple as, oh, okay, everybody entered to the company AM and start opening SAP. So everybody in the morning was, hey, SAP is very slow. Why is very <laughs> slow? Because the third companies, it just start working. It was like, I don't know, maybe one or two minutes that you're trying to enter to a transaction and it was very slow, but it was the only time. It, it was funny, right? So they need to go very deep to the system, to see eh, to the server, sorry, to see why at the, at the beginning, something simple that everybody's trying to enter to the same door, right? At the same time. So yeah, it's slow. Do you need to make a door bigger? Do you need to, or do you need to make an extra door? So people can come in different also it's 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 a challenge because right it's not as simple as okay the, the, new house. <laughs> the login issue that you had it was like deja vu in my head all over <laughs> I've experienced that as well at some companies so it seems um, that it's pretty common <laughs> yeah indeed indeed and I think to add to this card mm. um just the remembering back to some like performance testing um, experiences that I've had where the automated performance tests were like, you know, this is pretty okay. But then we did like a a mass, like a bug bash kind of event. And Mm -hmm. with everybody accessing it, it was noticeable for a human that there were problems, but you know, the automated systems were like, it was fine. This was back in the day. So I'm sure everything's better now, but um, (laughs) Having that, that actual, <laughs> like, what's that? Is that an assumption? Uh, it is an <laughs> assumption, yes. <laughs> um, and probably is wrong. But anyway, uh, and I think it's important to make sure that we remember that, it, like all automated tests, we can't just let it go and not have human interaction at some point. So while performance tests, while the automated performance tests are happening, maybe, you know, pop in there and and see what's happening from a, a user's perspective. Um, because it could be, you know, um, on the back end, everything's great, but um, for a user, it looks terrible. Yeah, that's the, very, very important because if you think, for example, uh, well, sorry, I like to put examples into like a the real life. I have my family is a no IT family. I'm the only one <laughs> who is very deep. So, for example, if you go to an ATM, okay, if you need to wait one minute to get the money, you will be mad or you will be very patient, right? But the system is working. They're providing the right amount of money. The, 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 your account is good. The balance is good. They print you the ticket well. But the time is there is very important, right? Sure. So it's the performance testing is so important. As the lady was telling, hey, Okay, maybe the entire backend is working, right? All the legacy systems are connected. If you put your debit card, it's going to provide you the same, the, the right information. But one minute late, it's going to make a big difference for the client, the, the, the final user, right? So. Exactly. Yeah, like time, like it takes, I don't know what the, what the statistics are, but like, 
when you go to a website and and the website doesn't load in three seconds, you're already gone. Uh, time is like of the essence, if you could say. Yeah. Let's pull another card. Um, okay. Gonna spin the wheel again. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna I'm spin worried, it. But sure. <laughs> It's a purple card, a feelings card. Reject it. Oh Negative feeling. After writing a beautiful bug report, it's mm -hmm. returned to you with the following message. Cannot reproduce. <laughs> Javier, have you ever experienced this? <laughs> like 20 minutes ago, there was, I was coming late. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, okay. When I train joint test, uh, the very young testers, uh, I don't know, in my company, we usually invite people from college to come to an academy and start testing, uh, sorry, training them in testing. Because mm -hmm. at least here in Mexico, in college, we don't have like a, that speciality. That, hey, you can be a tester. They, they're more focused on development. Yeah. Like a, and then, okay, forget about the code that, come over here <laughs> to the dark side of the world and be a tester, right? Yeah, so exactly. Same here in Belgium. Okay, perfect. So we're the same. So what happened? I, I'm telling you that if you're going to create a bug report or raise a bug, think like you're trying to describe all the issues that you find in the developer's son. Hey, your baby looks ugly. He's short. He's fat. <laughs> How do you say that kind of information without the developer being angry, right, to you? So... True, hey, true. he will come back to you and say, hey, my baby is beautiful. What's happened with you, right? So <laughs> you need to be very professional on this. It's like, a, hey, to understand that I'm not trying to say that you're a bad coder or you're a bad programmer, a bad developer. We're trying to make, the, we're, we're try, both of us are trying to make the software better, right? So the, the information that I provided, look, I have the evidence, I have the steps to reproduce. I have the data, how to reproduce it. Look, if you want me, I can load you my machine. <laughs> so well, I, I, I'm more like, a, hey, let's work together so you can see what did I find. And, and well, I'll make it happen, right? There are some other politics that, hey, I don't fix that. It's not my team. I don't use that data. I don't know. Uh, whatever reason it is. But you need to be very professional and to be able to go with him and say, hey, we're in the same team, right? We're working together. If, if you don't finish that, I don't know, that model, that system, whatever it's developing, I'm not going to be able to finish my test. So both of us are going to fail, right? So let's work together. Let's deal with that. And let's move forward. <laughs> Hillary, do you have any experience with cannot reproduce? Oh, man. So much experience. <laughs> really? <laughs> 15 years as a tester. Yes, I've, I've hit this many, many times. Um, so, you know, I've, of course, have some horror stories, but like lessons learned or like, you know, screenshots or video captures, if you can, like that always helps. Um, and generally, I've gotten to this point where if I find an, an issue, 
I will talk to a developer first before I put a bug in and like kind of walk through it with them and verify that it is a an issue that they see that it's an issue so we don't have that bug ping pong we have that conversation and i get their buy-in <laughs> you know <laughs> like it's an issue um that, that's actually very interesting does that always work because like i i can see developers no. having like too much time <laughs> nothing always <laughs> works i mean there's, there's always an, it depends but um a quote of mine from a talk i gave in like 2014 that Paul Holland uses, he quotes me in his talks, so it must be good. Um, I write my bug reports like, um, I don't know what the exact quote is, but <laughs> I write my bug reports basically like uh, a brainwashed or, you know, mind wiped or whatever me is going to come in the next day and have to reproduce it. So it's not like, well, of course they know they're going to be on, you know, this build and, and this screen and hitting these keys or whatever, because everybody is different. Um, everybody approaches things differently, especially, you know, working on different platforms, you have to be as specific as possible and as like, even if it seems like overkill, step one, go to the application in X browser or, you know, on X platform with this build with, you know, whatever, using mouse and keyboard or using controller, whatever. Um, it has to be specific, not just for the developer to accept it, but also when you have to retest it, however long down the line, maybe they don't fix it for months and months. And then finally they're like, is this still reproducible? Can you reproduce this again? Should we try to fix it? I now I know how, what I have to do to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not just for them. It's for, for us. For everybody. Well. Well, yeah. What about if you work in a team, right? Maybe you raised the bug and somebody else need to retest it. So yeah. if you have more information, she's mm -hmm. going to be able to, to do exactly the same thing that you did when you find it. So actually for us, uh, uh, happened that we, we found an issue that when we log into a web page, it looks very weird with strange symbols. It wasn't working. We sent the, the defect to the team. They replaced to us, look, it's working. It was like, uh, okay. Works on my machine. Yeah, exactly. So, well, in, in my cloud, in the same cloud. Now, so what, what was the difference? We realized that uh, in the company that I was working, it was a company from India, and most of our clients were from US. So they sent us uh, American laptops with the keyboard in American layout, so the Windows was in English, <laughs> and the client was Mexican. So they have their laptops and their Windows in Spanish. So oh, because of know. that, the format of the web page was totally different. The, for example, the date format was different. That was causing issues in the system. So I'm like, uh, okay, I understand now. I understand they didn't follow some best practices to code stuff like that. But in that moment, it was like, uh, why my machine is not in my machine is not working? If their machine is working, it was because of the the Windows format. Ours was in English and the English was in the Spanish. So yeah, it makes sense. It localization, makes sense. man. That indeed. So, so, so uh, <laughs> there is an interesting thing on the card, like uh, the second example here. Mm -hmm. The quality of your bug reports are under question. 
a few programmers are complaining they never know what you're describing. How would you deal with that? Hillary? That's what they're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> See what, what would help? Like that's, that's, you know, where I started way back 15 years ago was um, going to a meeting and being like, I found a bug. Ha ha ha. Your software sucks. <laughs> like you suck at your job. Like <laughs> it was terrible. Um, and then it was like, oh, that's bad. They don't like it when I do that. Um, and then they won't fix the bugs that I report. So sitting with them, like, uh, especially if I'm, I'm sitting with someone and they verify, yes, this is a bug. We should enter it in the system. It should get fixed. I can ask them what kind of information would I do you want me to add? Um, at a previous job, I wrote up a, this is what to put in bug reports kind of documentation. And one of the developers was like, send this to other developers because they're putting bugs in for my stuff and they're not writing bugs right. Like they're not doing <laughs> it the way that they want other people to do it. So um, that, that could be helpful, like coming up with a standard like working together as a team, like what is a standard for a bug? What kind of information do we absolutely need to have? Like a template. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I was thinking that actually about the maturity of your testing process. Do you have a template that is already accepted by all the stakeholders? Sorry. Or do you come here and say, oh, okay, I will write my bug as the way that I think is right? Or uh, that makes a huge difference. Because, for example, I have projects when the dev team lacks some specific information. I'm part of the code. Maybe I like to see screenshots. I need to see exactly the data you're using. Maybe other person doesn't need that. So in my case, I like to speak with the development team to see, hey, I found a bug. I'm going to erase it. What do you need to see? Ah, oh, OK, just send me the ticket. I, I would follow up, okay, got it. Or, hey, no, send me everything. Absolutely everything yeah. to see yeah. how to open. So that helped me in my case. It's my personal way to do it because uh, also I have projects when they don't allow me to speak with the developers. Don't, don't ask me why. They have that culture that, hey, you're in that side and you're in the other side. Don't speak between each other. Just Jira to report everything and that's it. So yeah, that was harder. Really yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine the amount of rejection that we face in that, <laughs> oh, yeah. in that project. All right. Let's do one more card. I'm going to spin the wheel again. Here, here it goes. It's an orange card. It's a pattern. Bandwagon effect. Bias. People take up ideas or trends more easily if the people around them are following them. And I'm quickly looking at like the first example here. One member of our group, of the group, was convinced the developer was the source of a lot of bugs. The team picked this up and he was regarded as a bad developer. That takes me back to your example, Hillary, from just before. 
uh, 15 years ago where you said, haha, your software sucks. Right. <laughs> 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 like, how... How does that play around in your environments? I mean, it can be negative, it can be positive. Um, um, any takers? When, you know, certain developers are seen as difficult or, you know, not open to feedback. Um, so you kind of don't really want to work with them, but then you find out that it just depends on how it it depends on how you approach them. Like some developers are going to be difficult when you approach them, like your software sucks. <laughs> but if you're like nice about it, then, you know, they're a little bit nicer. Um, I don't remember, know. I mean, remember that the card is about like um, the people take up ideas from you and they follow yeah. you. So yeah, the people around you. Well, and so outside of the testing sphere just as a kind of a culture thing um there was a startup that i worked at that uh had a pretty toxic culture and it was hard to see it from inside because it was you know this is how the group is um you know drawing offensive things on whiteboards when we have people coming for interviews because we want to make sure that they'll fit with our culture um and, you know, in the moment, it was like, yeah, this is what we're doing. This is cool. This isn't a problem. It's not problematic. Um, looking back, it's like, what the hell was I doing? <laughs> that was Why did I follow along with everybody? That was so bad. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to see from the outside sometimes. Or from the inside, I mean. I think... It it's not always bad. It can be good as well if, like, oh, yeah. you have like your coach on yes. uh, with you, and you can look up to him and basically copycat what he does. How uh, have you? Yeah. Do you have any experience with it? Yes, actually, it was my first big project. If I want to say it like that, it was mm -hmm. the biggest client that I had in like ten years ago. That, in that moment, uh, I was assigned to go on site with the client directly on their offices. I've been working always in a consultancy company, so I always had different clients, right? So, okay, so I went to directly to my uh, client's office, and it was a huge team inside of a room. Everybody was working, designing test cases, automation. So I was assigned to get to be designing the cases, so the automation team can work on them. So the first day that I came, they assigned me to. The, well, the scenarios that I need to, to get information, they tell me, oh, what about log hardware? Look, they assigned you to this business person and they never talk to anybody. They don't provide information. They don't give you anything. So good luck. And I was like, okay. And I'm telling you, this is the first time that I'm going directly to a client. So it was like, I was very nervous. I was younger. So... I start walking. I, I was trying to see who was that person. So I was walking and I saw pictures of her daughter in a wall. But it was like a huge wall with a lot of pictures of her baby. I was yeah. like, okay, she's upset with his baby. No, well, now I have my baby. I'm still I'm doing the same thing too. But in that moment, like 12 years ago, I was like, what's happening? But I realized that, okay, she, she's very upset. She loves his baby. 
So uh, I can, and the first thing that occurs to me is, what a cute baby. She turned okay. around and she said, you're absolutely right. Look at this picture. She started talking with me like one hour only about babies. Okay. And I was like, okay, I don't have babies. I don't plan to have a baby sooner. I only have <laughs> one cousin. So I was showing her, look, this is my cousin. It's also cute. <laughs> so we were talking about what are about babies, and then she was like, oh, my God, we already lost a lot of time. How can I help you? <laughs> oh, I'm here because I need to decide this, this case for this process and let it be. And, oh, sure. Let's work together. I don't know how I turned back. I saw my manager with the, with, like, with the face of surprise that I was working at her place next to and we finished everything in two days. So with uh, networking. Yeah. And I was like, I, I came back and everybody went, what did you, what did you do? We've been struggling with this for months. She very she doesn't work because they were afraid if they provide the information, they will lose the job. So how did you do it? I was like, talking about babies. <laughs> <laughs> so what, the lesson learned from that experience was like, hey, you need to, uh, fall, okay, maybe the entire team have an issue and you go over there and all those, how can I say in English? Mm. Bad practices, I would say, like that, or uh, maybe when the new people come over, hey, we do this, this stuff like this, right? I'm like, no, we can do it differently. Look, it's working. Look, maybe we will not work with the next person, but hey, you're dealing with people, right? So you need to learn from the people that you need to. So it was like a good experience because I broke that bad practice when I joined. So it was a good experience in my case. And when new people came to the team, I, was, I had more experience in that time. We always say that, hey, if you're going to deal with another person from the client, know them. Hey, because you're going to be working with him for some, a long time. So true. you need to know them. Uh, it, it was a, a very good experience that I had with it. Yeah, like people management is this half of our work, basically, especially as a consultant. Yes, um, uh, my, my manager used to say to me that, hey, testing is a science, but dealing with people is an art. That's true. That's well so, said. that was the lesson learned. <laughs> I'm going to read one more thing of the card here. Sure. Okay. Um, a test team starts complaining and completely broke the morale of the team and the perception of a good product, it became a bad product. How do you deal with that when there's like this one person who breaks down everything? I don't know. This is why I'm not a manager. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well said. Uh, <laughs> and the podcast. No, no. <laughs> well, it's it's <laughs> it's like you know when you go someplace and and people are standing around the door. Um and no one has gone in because they think it's closed. And then you just try the door and it's open because, you know, one person got there and they just assumed that it wasn't open. And then the next person got there and just assumed the first person had tried the door. And so they just kind of have this feeling of like, we're just waiting. So sometimes you just have to be like, it, you know, stand against that. 
Yeah, um, try it you before can. you judge, basically. Yeah, it's it's like the the whole phrase um, trust but verify. Like <laughs> as as testers, we have to test everything. It's not just True. software that we're testing. We have to test assumptions and um, you know opinions and whatever. Mm. That's true. Well, in my case, to add, uh, well, in my case, I, 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 well, not in my current project, but in my previous one, I manage people. I had that situation that, um, and it's hard because even though you work as a team, everybody feels different about any situation in your project. So, for example, we had a very, 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 very bad client in the past. It was so stressful, a lot of hours working. So it was uh, very hard. So every time that somebody came to the team, I had a guy say, oh, my God, welcome to the sixth door of hell. I was like, hey, man, shut up. It's <laughs> <laughs> not helping me. So I started talking with him, and I started showing to him real metrics about the project. Hey, you're saying that nobody see what are we doing? Look at this. People are looking. The company is aware about the situation with this client. They're aware about, they're trying to see how to compensate this. Look, so I started showing him evidence about the impact of their words, the impact that he had in the company, and trying to change the perspective. So I remember one time that he told me, oh, you know what? The problem is that the company doesn't want to do the things different. They're very strict. Hey, calm down. I understand what you're saying. And I don't say you're providing bad ideas. But maybe this is not a company for you. You're trying sure. to say, OK, it's 4 PM, I'm going to leave because I want to go to the gym. I want to see my family. That's perfect. But maybe this is not a company for you. So it, it needs a lot of talking with the, with your team, but also with the people directly, right? It's not like, a, hey, let's start together. What is happening? Because everyone feels different. And I wonder, so, I wonder how many people realize that it's, well, I wonder how many people realize that actually that it's not a company for them. Oh. It's, it's, well, everybody have this, right? Okay, I need to feed my family. It's my first job. I need to be here. Uh, 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 maybe I'm here because I'm learning a lot, but then I will jump to another company that pay me better. So that's why I was saying that deal with people is an art because everybody have different needs in their projects, in their, in their work, etc. I have people that, hey, why are you here? You've been working here for 15 years. <laughs> And you're still a tester, not even an architect, not even a manager. Well, why? I, I want to know why. I hit me because I'm comfortable. Nobody screamed to me. Yeah. And he told me, uh, "What about you, Javier? How? What was the last time that you somebody congratulated you?" And I was thinking, "Oh my God! Since I've been escalating positions." Instead of uh, congratulations, it starts receiving complaints. Hey, your tester is not working. <laughs> your <laughs> metrics are not right. Come on, do something. The client is not happy. And when I was a tester, I went, oh, nice bug, man. Nice finding. Hey, 
Brent Bar, you want extra hours, thank you. So I'm like, oh my God, you're right. And he told me, that's why I don't want to grow up. I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm happy with the pay that I have. Okay, great. So uh, uh, as you were mentioning, that's why I'm not a manager. I want to deal with <laughs> with technology, not with per- That's totally fine and intelligible. So it's- that's actually a very good point. I'm definitely going to remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, our time is up. We've had our three cards. Thank you guys for joining. Is there anything you guys would like to share? Uh, Hillary, like socials, books, blogs, conference talks, whatever. Oh, no books. Jeez, no. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like I said, Geek Lady on the internet, uh, G33K Lady. Um, I will be presenting at uh, Tezbash UK. Uh, super excited about that on my meetup. Um, I run the Motor City Software Testers meetup, um, which is partnered with Ministry of Testing. Nice. Um, then I will be at targeting, targeting Quality the following week uh, near Kitchener, Ontario, um, the KWSQA conference, teaching a full day workshop on uh, automating API checks uh, or actually just testing APIs from zero to API testing hero in one day. Um, and then giving a new a talk, a new talk on um, the uh, using social media for heuristics and how those can make you a better tester and a better human. Um, okay. And then getting a new tattoo in Toronto while I'm in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that's that's about it. Oh, in my um, automating API checks with Rush Sharp course on Ministry of Testing uh, has been updated recently. Um, the Rust Sharp uh, updates uh, broke the whole course basically if you used uh, the the newest Rush Sharp. So that that has all been updated now to the latest and greatest .NET six and Rush Sharp. Thanks for uh, fixing it. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I had to redo uh, like 10 videos. Uh, it was a lot. Um, but yeah, so that is that is everything that I have going on. Javier, <laughs> how about you? No, well, I don't have... My social media is split between boxing and testing. So I don't know if people want to follow me. I'm on Twitter at Javier83. But I want to say like a special hello to all my friends in, in industry testing Slack. And we have a Spanish uh, channel there. We spend a lot of time there. So if you're a, Sp- uh, a Spanish language tester, come over. We're trying to increase the number there of people joining the Slack, right? Not not on English. So we're people from uh, Mexico, Latin America, uh, also from Europe, from Spain, Spain, sorry. So come over. <laughs> All right. And, um, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in in the Test Roulette podcast. See you guys next time for a game of Test Roulette. Thank you to the guests and thank you for listening. For more information about Test check out restormingonline.com or buy the card tech from the Ministry of Testing store. Music at the courtesy of sapsplat.com We'll see you for more roulette again soon.